This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is this is this is Raider Boston. Philip, isn't this a pleasant surprise? Well, I can't say we were expecting you. Who would I be if I didn't make time for my favorite aunt? And what about your favorite cousin? My favorite cousin, too, of course. My gosh, look how big you're getting. We're going to have to do something about this on Autumn, or pretty soon he'll be taller than both of us. I think we've got a few years before we have to worry about that. I don't know, Mom. I've been eating my Wheaties every day. Speaking of eating, I've got something for you. Oh, yeah? It's from your dad. He uh, gave it to me the last time I saw him. You've seen him? I have. He misses you so much and asked me to bring it for you. A box of your favorite macaroni and cheese. The blue one. He remembered. He did, did he? He did. Are you hungry, Phil? Do you want some? I could go for a bowl, if that's okay with your mom. Can I make it for us now, please, please, please? I suppose. But don't you go telling me later that you're too full for supper. I won't. And be careful with the stovetop. I know, Mom. You didn't have to do that, you know. Do what? Oh, come on, Philip. We both know that Oliver had nothing to do with that. I, I just thought... I know what you thought. And while your intentions were admirable, they may do more harm than good. I know. It's got a lot of sodium. That isn't what I meant, and you know it. He misses you both, even if he doesn't know how to show it. It wouldn't hurt for you to take credit for the good you do every once in a while. Ada isn't going to be any more hurt by his father's absence than he's already been, just because he knows you're the one who remembered his favorite lunch. Understood. All right. And now that that unpleasantness is out of the way, please, come in, sit down, make yourself comfortable. Can I get you anything to drink? I'm all right. No, I just wanted to stop in and say hello. Hello, indeed. Ada? Everything's okay, Mom. I was just looking for the strainer. Are the noodles ready? They are. Then why didn't you call me in to come help you? Because I've got it, Mom. Just give me one minute. I made it just like you like it. With a teaspoon of hot sauce? Yep. Not for me, though. I still think you're crazy. It's good just like it is. Well, we all can't be perfect like you, Aid. 
Why don't you go eat yours in the den with your cartoons, honey? Mummy and Phil have some catching up to do. Grown-up talk? Grown-up talk. Fine, but you better come play Xbox with me before you leave. I will. Pinky promise. You don't actually have to eat that. I can bin it while he isn't looking. Are you crazy? This is the good stuff. (laughs) Some things don't change, do they? Guess not. So, Mr. Big Man on campus, I'm surprised you found time in your busy schedule for a trip out to Providence. I get to make my own schedule. One of the perks of being the boss. Is that what you are, then? How is your precious red line? Oh, you know, I've got the fantastic role of trying to keep tabs on everybody that was evicted from the city and making sure they don't come back in, which, if I'm being honest, is a lot like trying to fix a crumbling dam by plugging every leak with just my fingers. It's more responsibility than I was expecting. You know what I mean? I suppose. Be honest with me, though, really. Why did you take this job? I didn't really have a whole lot of choice in the matter. (laughs) That's what I thought. So he had something to do with it. No, I haven't seen him since... Since he kidnapped that poor man, locked him up in that ridiculous bachelor pad he was keeping for himself? You know about all that? I watched the news, yes. Promise me you didn't have anything to do with that, too. I just don't want to see you go down a path you'll regret. Your uncle, he's made a lot of choices in his life to become the man he is... I'm sure there's a part of him that's proud of it, but he's lost so much of himself along the way, you know? I miss... the man I fell in love with. (laughs) I never pretended that Uncle Ollie is perfect, but he's my Uncle Ollie, and he's always taking care of us, both me and Ada. It has to count for something, doesn't it? (laughs) No, Phil, at a certain point, it doesn't. Because being a father doesn't just mean writing the check that always clears and washing your hands of the situation. It means showing up for the good times and the bad. It means remembering your son's 10th birthday party is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle themed and that he hasn't cared about the minions in years. It's heating up a can of chicken soup when his throat hurts or teaching him how to tie his shoes. It's showing up to your divorce hearing to even attempt to fight for visitation rights. It's remembering that little boys love the blue box of mac and cheese, damn it. But Oliver couldn't be bothered with any of those things now, could he? It's more complicated than that. Uncle Ollie's gotten in bed with some pretty powerful people who are keeping him away. If he could be here with me right now, he would. Huh, that's rich. And who's the one who decided to align themselves with those kinds of people in the first place, Phil? Aunt Autumn, I can't really get into that. Oh, come on. Who am I going to tell? All the way out here in Rhode Island? It's not like I can do anything to jeopardize his little empire. (laughs) Empire. You know, know he called Third Sight that to me once? His empire. He has a lot to be proud of. Thanks to all the work he's published over the years, people listen to him. Laws are passed. Cities are created. Fat lot of good that did for him now that he's thrown it all away. What's he going to do with all of his time now? Well, the office may have changed, but... The work hasn't stopped. Why, that's deliciously vague, isn't it? Come on, Aunt Autumn, what do you want me to say? You're putting me in an impossible position and you know it. I love you both so much and I want you in my life, but I can't be some kind of messenger boy. Fair enough. For now. So, what's new with you? I've been keeping myself busy. You'll probably think it's silly. But one of the neighbor's kids was trying to sell some of his old stuff in a yard sale before going away to college. Most of it was pretty useless. Vinyl records, 
dog-eared sci-fi novels, concert t-shirts that were more holes than anything else. But, but then, in the back of his garage, tucked away under an old tarp, I saw it. He had this mini bike he built years before with a few of his friends, and I remembered how free he looked any time he rode it. No. It was in bad shape, needed a new engine and a few other parts, and it took some convincing to get him to part with it. But I spent the summer putting some elbow grease in, and now I drive it every chance I get. <laughs> uh, I never would have guessed, but that sounds incredible. There's nothing like the feeling of the salty air against your skin shooting down the open road. I have to admit, I've been considering graduating to something with a bit more horsepower to it. But I'm not sure if I'm quite ready yet. You should see Ada whenever I take it out, though. His eyes, he just beams over this thing that I brought back to life all by myself. He keeps begging me to let him drive it, but he's too young. Gosh, can you imagine him ripping down the block in one of those things? Ugh, wouldn't that be a sight? I love that little guy so much. He loves you too, Phil. That's why I'm so glad that we still have you around like this. It does Ada so much good to have a positive male influence in his life every once in a while. Lord knows I'm doing my best to fill that void, but frankly, it's hard. It's hard to keep track of the kind of toys he likes to play with and what bugs he's currently collecting. Not to mention keep the house and cook the meals and go to all his parent-teacher conferences. It's a lot. And I do it happily, of course, I do. I love that boy more than anything in this universe. But I appreciate whatever help I can get because I'm not so proud as to say I don't need it. Just do me a favor and promise me you won't do that again. The thing with the macaroni. I've had to work so hard being both a mother and a father to Ada to make him understand that showing someone you love them comes from more than the things you're able to buy for them. But by being there and telling them as loudly and as often as humanly possible just how much they really mean to you. Oliver, whatever his reasons may be, can't do that for him right now. But you can. Hell, you already have, and both Ada and I can see it every time you make the trip out here to see us. Maybe it's time that you see it too. I promise. Good. Someone important? <sighs> Just Mayor Bespin, wondering why Desk is currently manned by a cheese robot instead of myself. Well, don't let me hold you up any longer. Go and play a few rounds of Minecraft with Ada before you have to rush back. Mom, it's Fortnite, not Minecraft. <laughs> well, I can't keep track of whatever it is you're up there shooting these days. You ready to get stomped, little buddy? In your dreams. Hmm. Somebody doesn't remember how my last visit went now, do they? I hope you went on those stairs eavesdropping, young man. I would never. I just came to bring down my dirty dishes. <laughs> That's a good boy. I'll take it from here. You two have fun.
Greater Boston is written and produced by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen, with additional support from T.H. Ponders, Bob Raimunda, and Jordan Stillman. This mini-episode was written by Bob Raimunda and produced by Jeff Van Driesen. Recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. This mini-episode featured Beth Eyre as Autumn West, Michael Melia as Philip West, and Julian Danner as Ada West. Charlie on the MTA performed by Emily Peterson and Dirk Tiedi. Transcripts are available at greaterbostonshow.com. Our Indiegogo is shooting for stretch goals, so if the idea of a musical episode, a crossover with the Amelia Project, or a big launch party for season four sounds good to you, hit up our campaign. With a lot of, with acting, it's not always about saying the exact words. Sometimes you make a mistake and you find that you like it better. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. So now what am I supposed to believe? Is any of this for real? Well, it looks to me like you're trying to hide. Yeah, my mom always said, don't trust anybody. Maybe they'd want to know where you're hiding out tonight. Thank you for returning my license, Joseph. That ding-dang detector pulled you. But she was married, you know. Stop being a little prick. Do you have your doubts? All right, kids. Say goodbye to Uncle Joseph. I'll handle it. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, buddy. Just saying how sorry we are to hear about your parents. Why is she talking about you having a mustache? You want to take a walk? Three complete seasons of Dirt, an audio drama, are now available to binge wherever you listen to podcasts or at dirtaudiodrama.com.